0: Welcome to episode 231 of the TDR Now podcast. We are the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And you know what? We cover a bunch of other stuff too, like theme parks, Starbucks, (laughs) Rappuccinos, anything you can think of that's tourist related. You can find us and find all that fun content at various sources, all at the home base of tdrexplorer.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Wait, did I say YouTube already? All those places at TDR Explorer. That's all you have to type in into the search and you'll find a whole bunch of good stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I take photos when it's not the pandemic and you can find me on Twitter at love. And with me is the ever charming Chris. Hey, Chris, what's up?
1: hello i'm here and full of sugar from trying five of the (laughs) frappuccinos that we're gonna talk about today
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) yeah i know that was a that was a bit crazy on my part but hey i did it anyway
0: you know sometimes we need adventure in these pandemic times
1: it was just me on the train and going to the closest starbucks to the train station and then (laughs) getting back on the train and leaving that was the extent of it
0: did you do this all in one day yes and then i mean i can think of worse ways to to spend a day so yeah it sounds fun
1: we'll talk about it in 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 detail (laughs) (laughs) before we start talking about that though i want to remind all you wonderful wonderful explorers about our patreon so if you want to support the show and help us to continue going head on over to our patreon at patreon.com slash tdr now to help support the show keep it ad free and you can also get our bonus episodes, which we're recording a bonus episode today. And we have a bunch of bonus episodes already from the past, what, three, four years at this point. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of bonus content. So if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash now. I want to talk about these Frappuccinos.
0: You know, if I wasn't on a diet right now, <laughs> they all look so delicious.
1: There's so many Frappuccinos. Oh, my goodness. Why?
0: I mean, it's fun. This can be added to like the pile of things that was planned, I'm pretty sure, far in advance for the Olympics, for all the tourism that was supposed to be here, and those plans just fell through, but the promotion went on anyway. You know yeah, what I mean?
1: I would say so. That That would make sense. So Starbucks Japan is celebrating 25 years in Japan this year. And to celebrate, they've released 47 different limited edition Frappuccinos that represent each of the 47 prefectures in Japan. So for those that don't know, prefectures are provinces or states. That's the best way to think of them. And they're on sale now. They went on sale on uh, June 30th, and they go until August 3rd. So they're not all around for very long. That's just how they do... Frappuccinos here, the special Frappuccinos, like they usually do like one or two a month, mm-hmm. like special ones, and they're they're not around for very long. So this is kind of the same the same deal. As much as I want everyone to try it, these are all going to be gone by the time tourism reopens,
0: but you know what? What's kind of cool, though? So like the frappuccinos will be gone, but it's based on local products. So you can always try the original local products that it's based on, which is really cool. In each prefecture. I mean, you know, depending like once tourism opens, like if you, wherever you wanna go, you'll like be like, oh, you know, I remember that frappuccino flavor, that apple flavor from Aomori, that like the Aomori apples look really interesting. I wonder what kind of sweets they have in the actual prefecture. You can kind of like seek that out, which would be really cool. Or like, you know, Chiba, which we'll talk about a little bit later, like what Chiba's specialties are. So it's kind of cool because it gives you a little insight into like the personality or like the famous things in each one. So even though, yeah, 47, you're not going to go to all 47 prefectures. You and I haven't been to all 47 prefectures after all the years living here. So we'll get there one day, maybe.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't pandemic times, I would totally <laughs> try. I would try to get to all forty-seven. I think that would be so fun to to do, like a fun challenge.
0: It would be difficult.
1: Yeah, especially for some of the outlying prefectures. Yeah. Because like you could definitely do along the Shinkansen route, right? Uh-huh. But you'd have to plan it very carefully because some prefectures I don't think are accessible by Shinkansen. Obviously, like Okinawa is not because that's a completely separate island. Yeah. But the, the Shinkansen only goes so far, right? And
0: I think like Totori only has like one Starbucks, right? So you'd have to go to that specific yeah,
1: Starbucks just, there's, too, there's, right? There's, there's not a yeah, it's it's tough. Like even for the five that I tried, I really had to plan it. Yeah. Like I had to sit down for half an hour to an hour just planning, okay, how do I like what train stations are the best for me to go to mm-hmm. on these train lines? Are there even Starbucks locations there? In the back of my mind, I kind of knew there was because we're kind of in the more populated area of Japan. So yeah. it's like, there's going to be a Starbucks in the Bloody Station. And there was. And every one I went to, there was two or three. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. But I believe once you start getting to the more rural or inaka in Japanese places, a little more tough. Mm-hmm. 47, I think that's fantastic that they did this.
0: It's, it's super fun. It's
1: fun. Shall we go through them really quickly?
0: Okay. As as,
1: as quick as we can. 47. Let's do it. Okay. So I, I have a link in the show notes. This wonderful person went and translated everything into English, saving us a lot of time. I'll put a link in the show notes. The name is stefano.me. They have his blog and they went and put everything in English. So we don't have to sit here and try and translate on the fly because that it's hard because some of this stuff is. I'd had to look it up. I'm like, I don't yeah. know what this is.
0: <laughs> it's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah,
1: like, like some of this stuff is based off of food. Like, mostly it's based off of food that the region's famous for. But also, some of it's not food stuff. It's related to the famous flower.
0: The flower one threw me. I'm like, yeah. what is this? Yeah.
1: Also, the Tochigi one threw me as well, which will which we'll get to. Oh
0: okay. Oh, Tochigi is okay. Yeah.
1: Once we get there. Once we get there. So Hokkaido is corn. Creamy corn frappuccino.
0: <laughs> I don't want this one.
1: So Hokkaido is like the most... No- like Okay, we're kind of starting from the top and working our way down. With
0: all the things Hokkaido is famous for.
1: <laughs> I mean, they could have done crab. You could have done... What? <laughs> they're famous for crab.
0: I know, or but potatoes. like they're famous for, for chocolate, Beer? for ice cream.
1: I guess ice cream would have been kind of caramel like
0: the nama caramel like the the raw caramel they're famous for that like they're famous for so many foods in hokkaido i'm like what (laughs) why corn
1: why corn yeah so they they chose corn it's only five percent corn so it's not like you're drinking a cold cream corn soup
0: and i get that you can have corn sweets i get that but Eh,
1: it's corn i
0: don't like the advertisement image either It's It's just like a corn corn cob. cob. (laughs)
1: Corn on the cob. Number two here is Aomori. Aomori is very famous for its apples. And this is like an apple and strawberry frappuccino. And it's famous for its Neputa Festival.
0: Yeah. You know, do you remember when they came to Urayasu?
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember. That was a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. The Neputa Festival is like the illuminated floats. With dancers and fireworks, they're very beautiful. So they're very famous for that. So yeah, we got the apples and the strawberries. And then we have Iwate, which is the matcha and black sesame frappuccino. And this has like brown caramel sugar mm-hmm. drizzled on it. And it's supposed to reflect the golden history of Iwate. Because it's also a uh, UNESCO. I, mean, I can never say that word right. A World Heritage Site in Hiraizumi mm-hmm. with the the, uh, the famous temple, the Chusonji Houses of the Golden Hall.
0: Cool, cool.
1: And then we have Miyagi. This is like the home to Sendai, lar- one of Japan's largest cities. It's home to the regional food of Zunda Mochi. It's a type of mochi covered in crushed edamame. So, yeah, it's matcha.
0: Zunda is a really interesting flavor, though.
1: I've never had it, so I can't speak to it
0: okay you have to try okay go to the what do they call it those little shops that have the the regional oh stuff yeah, yeah, the yeah. antenna shop in Tokyo okay once the Olympics is gone because right now it's scary
1: <laughs> and then we have this salted caramel frappuccino which is mm. a little like okay well yeah I mean caramel we've before. seen salted caramel this is in yeah Akita the the salt is local salt that is I guess part of the minerals in that part of Japan. So I guess that's kind of cool that, I mean, they're, that they're using that. This
0: is kind of like the Tokyo one where I'm like, you could have tried harder.
1: Yeah. Then we got Yamagata. Yamagata is a pear, which is really nice.
0: This looks so good.
1: Yamagata is famous for its greenery and its mountains, and it's also home to the the onsen that is referenced in Spirited Away. They have Ginza onsen written in here, but I don't. That's not right. It's not. It's not the Ginza onsen. It's something else. Gin. It's very similar in the sound ginzan or something give me one second the gin yeah the gin yeah i was right the ginzan on okay. not the ginza ginza's in tokyo ginzan <laughs> Onsen. it's that one that's like people would have seen photos of it online like beautiful yeah. in the winter time it's all covered in snow and it's this like onsen town with like the very old japanese architecture buildings and everything and it's featured and spirited away and stuff like that so yeah very beautiful Fukushima, we're only on seven. Oh my goodness, it's going to take forever.
0: The Fukushima one looks so pretty. Yeah,
1: it's fruit. It's a bunch of fruit. So strawberries and mango, peaches, grape. It looks really good. Very fruity. Mm-hmm. It has passion fruit tea in it as well. Ibaraki. So now we're in the Kanto region. Kanto's like <sighs> kind of where we are. Ibaraki, this is the one that I tried.
0: It looks so good.
1: Creamy melon frappuccino. Even though Ibaraki is famous for natto, apparently
0: yes it is did not know that
1: but i guess it's also uh the number one producer for melons in japan as well which is odd i thought it was hokkaido
0: yeah hokkaido's also famous for melon <laughs> hokkaido's famous for so many delicious things
1: well hokkaido's usually like the mecca for food in japan like it's just known for everything it's so good so yeah the ibaraki melon with white chocolate it's it's very sweet next is tochiki this one that threw me
0: this threw me too
1: It's called flashing chocolate. And I was like, why is it flashing chocolate? Because I know Tochigi is famous for strawberries. Yeah. So why didn't they use strawberries? But they have chocolate and lightning. So (laughs) they have like this drizzle on it, mango drizzle. And the mango drizzle symbolizes lightning. That's cutting through the darkened sky because Tochigi has the most lightning strikes in Japan, which I didn't know.
0: I had no idea. So
1: that makes... I guess that makes sense. That's very creative. That's outside of the box thinking.
0: I had a theory about this before I knew the real explanation. Mm -hmm. I thought it was based off of Black Thunder, which is like a Japanese chocolate pie. Yeah, the
1: chocolate. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) And I thought, oh, maybe Black Thunder is from Tochiki.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, like if they went strawberry, strawberry is very... Everyone's had a strawberry frappuccino, right?
0: Exactly, and I think there's another fra- like strawberry frappuccino on this list. So I, I like that they thought of like the graphic quality, and it's kind of yeah. interesting.
1: And then we have Gunma. Gunma uh, is famous for its milk and dairy products, which I thought that was Hokkaido, but hey. <laughs> but they have the, this is a yogurt mango frappuccino, so it's like a mango lassi drink. Yeah, and it's supposed to represent the dairy production. So cool Looks good uh saitama is the strawberry and citrus frappuccino i this is the one that i tried wasn't a big fan of it it's very pretty to look at and it has a has a lot of citrus going on but the thing that i didn't particularly care for was the pulp they have pulp on the Uh, bottom of it okay and i'm not a pulp person yeah there was too many fruit going on so there's grapefruit there's orange there's lemon strawberry sauce and yuzu They put, like, these colorful sprinkles that are supposed to represent, like, flowers in Saitama.
0: Oh, the, yeah, the spider lilies. Those are cool. Spider
1: lilies, yeah. So just a lot going on with that one, which was not my favorite. Mm -hmm. Then we got Chiba, where we are.
0: Chiba looks good.
1: I was weirded out by it at first because I was like, really? So this is the Mitarashi Coffee and Cream Frappuccino. Chiba is the number one producer of soy sauce in Japan. I didn't know that. It is.
0: It is. So, if you go to Chiba, there are like, so of course, everybody knows Kikoman, right? It's like the most famous soy sauce in the world, or so they say. (laughs) And the other one is Yamasa. So, what's kind of cool is that Kikoman is in like a, a city called Noda, Chiba, and Yamasa is in Shoshi. So, kids here, when they go on field trips, they go to those factories and they go on like a factory tour. But actually, you can also go on a factory tour. And I think there's a bunch of English websites that tell you how to do it and what you get to experience there, which is really cool. And so if you are in town for Disneyland, it's kind of a cool side trip to make, especially like for us in particular, we really like Shoshi because it has like this really beautiful lighthouse. They have great local beer and amazing seafood. And if you're a movie fan, They have the toy, you know, the logo with the rocks and the ocean crashing. So that's filmed at the ocean that's at the base of where the lighthouse is. So you can look at those famous rocks that you might recognize from the movie, which is really, really cool. And they have some amazing little trains there as well.
1: Hmm. I love that.
0: Absolutely.
1: So with uh, this Frappuccino, they use the soy sauce that's used for dango mochi. Yeah. And dango mochi is like the rice dumpling, right, on the skewers.
0: Yeah, they make it out of like two different rice flours. One is called joshinko and the other is glutinous rice flour. Mm. So it's a little firmer than mochi. It's not a mochi, but it it looks close to it, right? Yeah. We talked about this a little bit before the podcast. Like mitarashi sauce is actually most likely originated from Kyoto. And Kyoto's famous. For mitarashi sauce, right? which is like a soy sauce glaze, which has like a little bit of a burnt aroma. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's a really interesting flavor. It's sweet, su- it's sweet, it's sweet
1: because there's sugar in it and water yeah. and soy sauce. so it's kind of it's not just they took a bottle of soy sauce and poured on the top. No, it's not, no, that's no, not no. how it works. no, no yeah, no. it was very good. It was better than I thought it would be. and it's not it's it wasn't very overpowered, like overbearing either, which I thought was very nice.
0: It's a great flavor. And I'm glad that we got something that's not, you know, like coffee jelly or just caramel or chocolate. I yeah. like that you can actually taste like what the region is famous for. Because some of these are like, oh, Starbucks does these flavors like matcha. Man, you can have that every New Year's. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of like that we got something kind of unique.
1: Next is Tokyo. This one is... Speaking of. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of coffee, jelly, and caramel. This is the, the coffee, jelly, and caramel frappuccino and the the very first starbucks in japan was in ginza in Mm -hmm. ginza tokyo and coffee jelly is kind of a staple for the coffee scene in japan it derives from the kisaten kisaten is like the traditional kind of coffee houses here yeah they're still around right like they're finally like ginza and everything like they're They're still everywhere.
0: I mean, they're actually having like a big revival right now because they have that nostalgic design and a lot of them, the waitresses will wear or waiters will wear kind of like an old fashioned kind of like really stylish uniform. So the prices can be a bit up there, but the coffee quality is usually very high and the design is really interesting. So they're very popular right now.
1: So for the Tokyo one is coffee jelly with caramel frappuccino and a, a coffee base like, it was good. Like, I, I enjoyed it, and I would definitely have it no, again. No,
0: yeah, you can't go wrong with it.
1: It just wasn't as, like, I guess, adventurous as some of the other flavors. Like, okay, no, this is like a safe, this is a safe bet. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's not out there like the Chiba one, which yeah. I thought was, you know, for what, what they did with that was really good. Kanagawa. I tried this one. This was my favorite. Of this the one was I amazing. Tried. The Kanagawa, was, it, they call it the Summer Blue Cream. You would not be able to guess what was in it at all. By the name. <laughs> um, it's supposed to represent the beautiful seaside prefect, or the beautiful seaside in Kanagawa, which is on the sea. It kind of has like a, it's blue. It's, it's made blue by the butterfly pea flower. I had to look that up.
0: <laughs> I don't know this flower.
1: Yeah, I had to, P-E-A, like, you know, like peas in a pod. Yeah. So, like, it's this flower that's used for different teas. Okay. And it turns things blue. So, that's how they get the blue oh. color.
0: <gasps> oh! You know, okay, I know what it is now. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a really good idea, actually.
1: And then it's topped off with citrus sauce. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like a grapefruit, orange, and lemon sauce. And it's very kind of basic, but it works.
0: It looks very pretty, too. It's very
1: pretty. And I was reading online too: like if you mix it with different types of like juices.
0: It'll change the color. It'll
1: change color. Now, this yeah. one doesn't change color because they don't add anything to it.
0: You could bring your own, like, I think lemon is what changes it to purple.
1: Yeah, lemon, like, yeah, something very citrusy. Uh-huh. I, I did try and mix it with the, the sauce, but I think the sauce just, it was supposed to change color, the baristas what it told me. Oh, okay. That was my favorite. It was very good. It's not very sweet. And it was just, like, a different flavor. It was very floral. Which was a nice change because yeah. you know, everything's like either really sweet or a little savory.
0: Yeah, I like this, was I just, it was this one.
1: It was really nice. Like that, that was the, my favorite of the five that I tried. Next we have the one from Niigata, and this is a Niigata Kaki no Tane chocolate.
0: Yes, <laughs> I love this. Uh,
1: I don't know how to explain this snack. They're okay. they're all over, right?
0: It's like a. Think of it's like a okay, think of like a thin what was that alien movie that came out not that long ago?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, well, like people in Japan were all talking about it was the one where they they had to translate the alien language so that they could figure out what was going
1: on. Well, it just like, showed
0: up. So that shape of that spaceship or whatever is like was like a tane shape. So when the movie came out, they're like, oh, the spaceship is kakinotane.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: It's like a salty cracker. It's sometimes covered in chocolate, not always. That's the image of this drink, like salty and sweet.
1: It's usually, like you usually kind of have it when you're drinking.
0: Yes. And what's so funny, I thought about this one, is that, you know, Starbucks is using it in their different prefectures flavor, but... Kaki no Tane has been doing, like, all the flavors of, like, Japan as well. So, like, during the pandemic, I was addicted to the mentaiko one from, like, the Fukuoka area, like Kyushu. It was so good. It was, like, mentaiko and yuzu, and I was, like, obsessed with it.
1: (laughs) No, not I do not like mentaiko. (gasps) Shut up. (laughs) That's the fish...
0: The like the roe, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. it's no, so good. No, no, it's no, so that good. Is, no, I do not like it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, we have the Toyama watermelon frappuccino. This one looks so good. I want to try beautiful. this.
0: Beautiful. Uh,
1: watermelon anything and a watermelon frappuccino. Come on.
0: And you don't usually see watermelon frappuccino, so like no. this one again is kind of like a unique flavor, which is really cool.
1: Exactly, and it's topped off with whipped cream and chocolate drizzle and matcha to kind of <laughs> give it that watermelon look because you know watermelon has seeds in it so the drizzle kind of represents the seeds and then the matcha powder on top represents the rind Mm -hmm. of the watermelon. like it looks like a watermelon like that's pretty cool i love that yeah next we have the in ishikawa we have the hojicha frappuccino which i want to try so bad i love hojicha
0: i feel like we get this every once in a while though like i've seen them do a hojicha frappuccino before have they they have
1: like I, like, I know we, like, there's been how Hojicha like, drinks. Like, there I have been that.
0: Hojicha drinks as well, but they've done a Hojicha frappuccino for sure.
1: And this one has whipped cream on it and like Hojicha powder on the top and stuff. It looks really good. It does. Then let's go down to Fukui. Fukui is it's a puffed rice frappuccino.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: They're known for their type of like, puffed rice. There you go. And it has white chocolate and matcha on it. There's puffed rice in it. Like, actually in it. So that they'll probably give it a nice crunch, I think.
0: You need, like, the thick straw for this one.
1: Then we have Yamanashi. Yamanashi is the grape and white chocolate cream frappuccino.
0: This is another really pretty one.
1: Yeah, grapes. Oh, it's just, like, it looks lovely with the purple Mm -hmm. color and everything. Because it's known for its wine vineyards.
0: They do have good wine there.
1: Because they have, like, those wine not wine tours but like the wine or wine tours i guess i guess is the best, best I'm way pretty to sure they them. have
0: to have wine tours there for sure
1: there's this thing where it's like a day trip you pay for the train plus also like you get to go to a vineyard and you get to drink all the wine like it's like a nomi hodi the all you can drink
0: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know if i want to be like on the on the train back
1: <laughs> who wants to be on a train after an all you can drink <laughs> wine day i mean i would but hey
0: maybe they have like a like a place where you can stay it sounds like the wine there is very good. This one also, the next one looks so
1: good. Nagano. <gasps> the apple butter caramel. This looks oh, so good. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Yes. Oh, Apple jam and caramel frappuccino.
0: Yes. This is one of the ones where they went all out. I wonder if like the flavors were decided by the stores in the region or what. Because this one, they went all out.
1: So what I've read is... Baristas from these regions yeah. came up with ideas, and they pick like the best ones.
0: You can kind of tell because like some of them are like really, really well thought out, and some of them are like coffee jelly. <laughs>
1: it's like yeah, here's coffee jelly. We yeah, have this one, oh apple and caramel, sign me up. Yes, oh, that this looks is really like good. this
0: looks like one of the best ones.
1: And then we're gonna move down to the Tokai region of Japan. So we have Gifu, and they have the matcha and coffee jelly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've seen both of these already. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. They're they're known for like places to barbecue and have natural spots. Cool. <laughs> then there's mountains and ravines and stuff and give you like you know very 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 naturey. So, okay, yeah, we have the green, we have the brown from the coffee jelly. Sure, not that exciting of a flavor. It sounds like though. We'll go move to Shizuoka. And this is a Mikan citrus frappuccino. I freaking love Mikan. I do too. So good. It looks uh, so
0: summery. Is,
1: and Shizuoka is one of the two prefectures that crosses into Mount Fuji. Yeah. So it kind of represents Mount Fuji a little bit with like the sunrise with it. And it's dusted with some matcha powder. This does sound very good. This sounds it does. very good. The next one, this one I want to try. This is an aichi. I do too. And this is the Uncle Coffee Frappuccino. Aichi is home to Nagoya. Nagoya is very like a famous city. It's kind of it's in between. If you're taking the Shinkansen going from Tokyo to Kyoto or Osaka, it's like one of the stops on the Shinkansen line. And Nagoya is going to become a very hot tourist spot for theme park goers in the coming years. Yeah. Because well, we we already have Nagashima Spa land there. Legoland opened up a few years ago, and in the next couple of years, we're going to have the Ghibli theme park. So, Nagoya is going to be a hot spot for theme park people. Nagoya is very famous for its kisaten culture, just like Tokyo. And one of the things that they served there was this anko bean on toast.
0: Ogura Ogura toast?
1: Ogura toast. Anko is like a, a sweet red bean
0: mm-hmm.
1: with butter on toast and it's so good oh my gosh
0: it's like one of my favorite things i kind of wish so this one has like the red beans chocolate chips whipped cream and coffee but i kind of wish they had like some kind of drizzled butter sauce on it
1: oh can (laughs) you imagine (laughs) can you imagine perfection okay just like just a little bit of butter
0: or can you imagine if like they had like a little Starbucks cup shaped like butter wafer on the top?
1: <laughs> yeah, like something like that. Like, you know, instead of a white chocolate, it's white butter. Yes. <laughs> like this little tiny butter stick.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: That would have been that would have been the best. Oh we should like, make
0: our own. <laughs>
1: this is this sounds so good. It does. It really does. I want to try that. Next we have Mie. Mie. It's home to one of Japan's most sacred shrines, which is the Ise Grand Shrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for this, it, they're calling it the Mie Isacha Citrus, where it uses the iconic yuzu fruit. Looks good. Yuzu's very good. I love yuzu. Yeah, it has, it has fruit in it. And it, it, looks, it looks very earthy with the green and the orange and the white.
0: Yeah. It's very
1: pretty looking. I, I love the contrast of the colors. And going down to the Kinki region of Japan. (laughs) Yeah, I have no other way to say that. (laughs) In the prefecture of Shiga, the Biwa Blue Citrus Cream Frappuccino. And this one is very similar to the Kanagawa one. It uses the butterfly Mm -hmm. tea to get the blue out of it. And it has like this kind of sunset kind of look to it, which is supposed to reflect off the of lake biwa biwa is like the famous lake yeah there.
0: yeah i kind of like the one that you tried i think they did it a little better the design and the flavor mm. balance looks like this one looks a little busy because you got the matcha powder on top you got a lot of fruit yeah, at the top the floral like, the balance yeah, there's a little there's off. Going on there
1: then moving over to kyoto everyone knows kyoto and we have the matcha kinako frappuccino
0: kinako is good that okay sounds good. so here's the thing It sounds amazing, but again, New Year's in Japan, we are guaranteed drinks with matcha and kinako every year. And I let me tell you, I'm here for it, but we already get it at New Year's no matter what. So I kind of wish they had kind of like gone out of their comfort zone with this one.
1: Yeah, the kind of, I don't want to say phoned it in. It was more just, oh, okay. Yeah, that's Kyoto.
0: Yeah, it does. It feels like very like... like, Kyoto is famous for other stuff too like it feels like very stereotypical yeah. uh
1: kinako for those that don't know is ro- roasted soybean powder and it's used in a lot of like it's so sweets good. it's really good just don't breathe in a lot of it all at once you'll choke <laughs> but
0: hey you're not supposed to breathe in
1: you're not <laughs> i may have accidentally inhaled you know, when you put it in your mouth and there's like, there's just too much. <laughs> let me
0: tell you, when you're like digging in, I can see yeah, it happening. Just like, mm. It's really, it's so delicious.
1: Okay. This next one, Osaka. I want to try this.
0: Dude, let me tell you about this one. You can try this or a version of it anywhere. And in fact, at Xperia right now, they have that new sandwich shop. They have like a really yummy mixed yeah. fruit drink. This is like based off of basically that kind of drink. So you can try it there.
1: So Osaka is very famous for its uh, it's called mixed juice. Yeah. And it's a mixture of apples and oranges and peaches and other fruits and just kind mm-hmm. of blended into kind of a smoothie. And that's kind of what Osaka is famous for. You can find it everywhere in Osaka and of course other places yeah. in Japan. So this one has bananas, apples, oranges, peaches, mango and passion fruits and it's topped with mango and chocolate drizzle. So it's very it's it's Osaka.
0: It looks good. It looks it delicious. Does look good. But don't be sad if you don't get to try it because you can go to Osaka and try the places that are really famous for the real mixed juice. You can
1: kind of get it anywhere. Yeah. Even at Universal Studios Japan, if you go to one of the buffets, it's there. Oh, yeah. It's there. Of course. It's there. So don't feel too bad if you miss it. Moving on, we have Hyogo, which is famous for its Kobe beef. And no, it's not Kobe beef flavored, although that would have been amazing if they figured that out. <laughs> and this is a dark chocolate frappuccino. A lot of places are known for the kisaten culture.
0: I feel like Kobe is so famous for its cuisine and for really interesting flavors. I went to Maison Graciani, and they had for like the after the course meal, like the different chocolates. And I think one of them was like chocolate, like some kind of like mixed with seafood or something. I forgot what it was but i'm like man that flavor sounds so interesting and it, and it was delicious you know so i feel like i would have liked something really adventurous yeah coming out of this prefecture and they could get away with it because there's so many combinations that people don't necessarily think of as coming naturally but when you do combine the flavors it's amazing and they could have gotten away with something like that
1: yeah this one's kind of a probably the most let down so far yeah. if i'm being honest like oh it's chocolate yeah mm. Uh, moving on, we have Nara. And this is a Hojicha white chocolate frappuccino. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a bit biased with when it comes to Hojicha. So.
0: Hojicha white chocolate you don't see together no, often. No, it doesn't so. happen too much. This one does look really good. Um,
1: it's kind of supposed to, from what I can tell, it kind of represents the fur of the, the deer. Oh!
0: I can see it. Because the deer okay. are brown
1: and they also they also have white spots and stuff. So I'm like, okay, no, that's clever. That's clever.
0: They should have someone push you from behind. They should have
1: had some sembei crackers <laughs> in it instead of...
0: Oh, my God, the cracker.
1: Yeah, so it's topped with matcha. I'm like, why did you put matcha? It should have been sembei. Like, you should have put some sembei in it, like some crackers. Yeah. Like, come on. Because it's
0: ne- it's it's that area, that traditional area. You have to have the matcha no matter what. Yeah,
1: it's so close to Kyoto and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have Wakayama. This is the Mikan Citrus, so it's another citrus Frappuccino's lost citrus. I mean, Wakayama is the largest producer of Mikan. Okay, and they're using a low-fat milk with this for the <laughs> whipped part of it. Next, we're going to the Chiu- Chugoku region of Japan.
0: The next one looks so good. It's so it's so creative. Like I like the. Okay, let's let's talk about so it. So this
1: is Totori, and this is the creamy caramel, which does not sound. All that appealing.
0: On, on the surface. On the surface, yeah. But you got golden sparkles, golden glitter on top. hmm
1: hmm
0: Which we need.
1: And this is Japan's least populated prefecture.
0: Yeah, this is the one where I think there's only one Starbucks. Am I wrong?
1: I'd have to look it up. I don't know. It is the last prefecture in Japan to get a Starbucks. It's famous for the popular swimming anime, Free. I've never heard of oh, it. Oh, really? I've never heard of it. I'll be honest. And it has, a, it has a knockoff coffee chain called Sanaba.
0: Because uh.
1: in Japanese, Starbucks is Staba. So, Sanaba. Oh, uh, so, okay. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Totori didn't get a Starbucks until 2015. Jeez. That is very recent, like last the last six years.
0: Totori, right? Like, I've never been to that area. Like, so they have desert there, right?
1: Yeah, so they're, they're most famous for their sand dunes. That sounds nuts. There's there's sand dunes in this country. And yeah, there's glitter on the top that represent the the clear night sky.
0: This one looks really pretty.
1: It looks basic, but it's very creative for what Totori has to offer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) 32 is Shimane. And this is a creamy matcha coffee goen frappuccino. Shimane is well known for its Izumo Taisha which is believed to be the oldest and most important shrines in Japan. It's mentioned in one of the oldest written histories about Japan, mm-hmm. the Koji-ki and the Nihon Shoki. Yeah. And it's a shrine, is a marriage, or it is a marriage shrine and the meeting place of the gods. And it's also a historic area for like tea ceremony culture. So, yeah, the matcha and the coffee, eats meats, West kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it also has the, Another UNESCO World Heritage Site, the Iwami Ginza Silver Mine.
0: Japan loves this UNESCO World Heritage Site. We have so many so, out here. Yeah.
1: Moving on to Okayama. And Okayama, this one's the Fruit Sunshine Frappuccino. And they're famous for the peaches.
0: Of course, Momotaro. Millions
1: of peaches. Peaches for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also famous for its folktale called Momotaro. Yeah. Which is also known as Peach Boy. There we go. Peaches.
0: Peaches. Next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hiroshima. Hiroshima. This is the Seto Uchi, lemon and citrus.
0: This one also looks very pretty.
1: It does. And Hiroshima has a very heavy history. We know that. The Frappuccino is kind of based off of the concept of love and peace. Hiroshima. I
0: love it. it looks sounds so, good.
1: I like that. It has whipped cream and honey. So the whipped cream and honey represents piece and then there's also lemon in it which is one of the famous produces in Mm -hmm. hiroshima next we have the yamaguchi prefecture yamaguchi this this is the sesame sea matcha frappuccino which sounds really good it looks
0: amazing i like the how it looks so different from the other ones too because the sesame flavor is already really delicious but like i like this kind of like fashionable gray
1: yeah it's like a grayish green marbling at the bottom
0: and like the powder like the green powder on top looks so beautiful
1: and like the the black sesame seeds always give like a nice flavor to everything (sighs) so
0: freaking good
1: so this one sounds really nice i want to i want to try this yeah and it's matcha but 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 it's it's used in an
0: interesting way
1: yeah it's not just matcha like it's mixed with some like the yeah the black sesame so i like that Next, we got the Shikoku region of Japan, which is the To, or sorry, this is in the Tokushima prefecture, and this is the juicy citrus for Frappuccino. This is a another Japanese citrus called Sudachi.
0: Sudachi is very good.
1: Which is a popular another popular citrus like yuzu is another one that's very popular. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I haven't had Sudachi. I don't know the difference like i I, I want to feel the, like the, it's more it. like
0: sub like a little more subdued it's kind of hard it's kind it's hard to describe the differences between citrus
1: but yeah. Sadachi is very good that's good like they have something very unique to 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 offer with this one and
0: they pair it with honey which i think would pair really well with that
1: oh yeah next we have the kagawa which is the wasabon Matcha frappuccino.
0: This one is also an interesting way of doing matcha because you don't often see like the, no. the wasambon like incorporated no, into it, which is really cool.
1: So, like matcha is very bitter, right? Yeah. During tea ceremonies, traditionally, they're given people are given these small sweets, and these are the wasabong
0: mm-hmm. to cut the and bitterness it, of the yeah, tea. Yeah, to cut
1: to cut the bitterness. So they mix this. Into the frappuccino like a powder, which is very interesting. So I'm 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 interested to try this one. Yeah. Although that's very far to go to try a frappuccino. <laughs> but I like I, I like that idea.
0: Yeah.
1: Next we have Ehime.
0: Ehime. And this is the
1: kiwi fruit frappuccino.
0: I am so surprised. Of course, the other one was the biggest Mikan producer, but eh- Ehime is also very famous for Mikan. So I'm surprised that wasn't incorporated in this. Yeah. But I guess they wanted to try something different, which is good. Good on them.
1: Yeah, because we already have Mekon, what twice, it like yeah, two or three times. But yeah, they're the largest producer in Japan for kiwi fruit, so they use this kiwi fruit and it's kiwi jam.
0: Looks really yummy.
1: Mixed with uh, like the vanilla, like a vanilla frappuccino with kiwi jam in it. I'm like yeah. okay, all right, okay, I can get behind that. That sounds really nice, actually. Next in Kochi, mm. uh, we have the ginger citrus frappuccino.
0: I don't like I don't like ginger that much. I know people love it. I know. I'm, and I know I'm it's a, really good for uh, you, but I'm like, oh. I'm on the fence on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's biggest producer of ginger. So they made a ginger citrus frappuccino. Yeah. So orange and grapefruit with a vanilla base. Yeah.
0: Mm, not yeah. sure.
1: Not sure. Next, we're into the Kyushu region, Okinawa. So this is the southern part of Japan. Mm-hmm. So Fukuoka. Fukuoka has a yame cha. Frappuccino.
0: All right.
1: I mean, this is a, another, I guess, like tea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yamecha. I've hey, never it's not yamecha, matcha. Cha.
0: So, yes. It's not matcha. Good.
1: I've never had yamecha, so I don't know what it tastes like. It's good. No, it, it, and it's mixed with like the vanilla frappuccino and dusted. There you I'm, go. I'm
0: glad they went with the local tea instead of matcha because, like, seriously.
1: Yeah. Next, we have Saga. Saga has the crispy sugar and chocolate frappuccino. <laughs> and it's supposed to. Draw attention to the historic sugar road. I guess during the Edo period, the only trading outpost for international travel or traders was lo- was located in this prefecture. Sugar road. There you go. It's kind this of, stretch, kind of but boring. Sure. This
0: kind of boring. I, I feel like they could have done like sugarcane or something like that, right?
1: Yeah. This prefecture also it's popular for its resort town and the real life inspiration for y- Yuri on Ice.
0: Oh, cool! The,
1: that anime. The city of Hase Hase-zu?
0: I didn't know that. That's cool. So
1: yeah, from yeah, that's a good anime. I like that.
0: It is so good.
1: Forty-two. We're almost there. Nagasaki. <gasps> this one. Ooh, amazing. Ooh, <laughs> it's a Castella coffee and cream frappuccino. Castella cake. <laughs> These ooh, people won
0: the lottery of flavors they could use because no, everyone loves Castella, and they're super famous for it, and you can't go wrong with it, right?
1: hmm Castella cake is so good. Yeah. And it was heavily influenced from Portuguese traders, of course, yeah, way back in the Edo period, castella with white chocolate and milk mm-hmm. base and espresso soaked castella sweetened with honey.
0: although to be fair, okay, this is another one that you shouldn't be too sad because like you know it tastes even better than this real castella with mm, soaked so in good. espresso uh,
1: so good <laughs>
0: okay, and you can yes. even make that at home so. <laughs>
1: We're almost there, you guys. We're, we're, we're in a stretch. We're going a little long in this episode. It looks like we're going to hit an hour with this one. Kumamoto doing the crunchy biscuit and chocolate.
0: Looks good. It, it does. It looks pretty.
1: It's supposed to represent its famous mountain, Mount Asol. Mocha powder, chocolate biscuits to give it some crunch. And then there's chocolate biscuits and strawberry drizzle to represent the passionate people of Kumamoto. I don't understand okay. that, but right. sure. <laughs>
0: Does Kumamoto have the Black Castle? Is that why it's like? I could be wrong. I don't think so. Okay.
1: Uh, well, there's Kumamoto Castle.
0: Right. Is that the one that's like all black?
1: You know what? I wish I knew. I don't know. It's one that they, they had to rebuild after the earthquake. Damn, right? I don't remember. Moving on. <laughs> before we dig ourselves in. Dig Oita. In, dig,
0: Oita.
1: We have the the Kabosu citrus tea. Kabosu Achino.
0: is so freaking good, and you can only find it like around that Kyushu region. Mm. It's a really, really good citrus. They make other stuff with it too, like kabosu kosho and stuff like that.
1: And this citrus is like more subtle. It is in, in flavor, so it's not very overbearing. No. And the description here is like it's a very simple drink. So it's the citrus blended with ice and honey.
0: And this area gets hot in the summer, and it also looks really refreshing. So it's kind of suited for that area.
1: And the pulp at the bottom is apparently supposed to represent the. Bubbling of the onsen because this place, yeah. also, this part of Japan, is famous for its onsen. Mm-hmm. Forty-five, we're almost there. Miyazaki, hey. the sparkling. I'm going to butcher this word. Huganatsu Rappuccino
0: Huganatsu, it's so good. Another really amazing citrus that you should eat.
1: I didn't. I didn't know this, but this prefecture, Miyazaki, has the most hours of sunlight. Really, out of all the Japanese prefectures, which is not hard to beat because the sun goes down so bloody early in this country. <laughs> even in the summer like back home for me where i'm from saskatchewan middle of summer the sun will be finally setting at ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night
0: but do you do like daylight savings or
1: no we don't not, Oh, not, not not in saskatchewan oh, and
0: man. the
1: sun will be up at four in the morning what? so it's like we have like very little dark in the middle of summer so like here in japan
0: Yeah, you know the sun goes
1: down at seven thirty. I'm like, why?
0: It's yeah. It was so dark outside today. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Oh, cool.
1: So yeah, they use the the local citrus, the the hugin hugin nuts. Yeah. And it's they also have the mango syrup on it to represent sunshine of the prefecture. That sounds really good, actually. It does. Then we have the Kagoshima. Which is the black honey cream frappuccino. This
0: one, again, they went with something interesting.
1: Because it's a a volcanic island.
0: That volcano is exploding all the time.
1: Yeah, it's always in the news. It's like, (laughs) oh, it erupted. Oh, again. Yeah, it would be
0: news if it wasn't erupting.
1: (laughs) So yeah, they use black honey and chocolate chips with this. And the whipped cream is meant to represent the smoke coming off the active volcano.
0: Kagoshima is actually my... My hometown's sister city.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: We actually have like a, a festival in, in Miami, a Kagoshima Festival.
1: <laughs> and then last but not least, oh my goodness, we, this took us almost an hour.
0: This one is the one I would most like to try.
1: You and me both. This is Okinawa, so the most southern part of Japan, which is completely disconnected from every other part of Japan. It's because its it was its own country.
0: Thing.
1: And there's army bases down there and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Is maybe? Yeah. The Chinsuko Vanilla Caramel Frappuccino. Yes. And Chinsuko is a shortbread-like cookie. Yes. And it's so
0: good. It's life. It's
1: so good. It's so good. And good. then they didn't go too crazy with everything else. So it's like a vanilla frappuccino with caramel. But what sells it is the cookie.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that cookie so much.
1: It just looks so good.
0: hmm
1: Oh, I want to try it. But I know I'm not going to be able to. Yeah,
0: this one's a little difficult.
1: A little, like, am I going to fly all the way to Okinawa just to try it?
0: I mean, like, if you're flying to Okinawa, you're going to be doing other stuff, right? Like, you have to have, like, a whole trip planned, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I think we kind of covered what we would like from the list. Because I know we're going to list our top fives.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, like, really quick, what are your top five?
1: oh goodness um you go first
0: okay for me okinawa number one nagasaki the castella one number two nigata the kaki no tane aichi the anko coffee miyagi the tsunda mochi because the mochi is really interesting like that <laughs> flavors like it's really interesting in a sweet and then the apple the apple caramel butter one chiba kanagawa and toyama are also my like in the list but they didn't make the top
1: five it's a little hard for me because i tried five of them right so i might be a little biased but the 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 kanagawa one is really good the one that i did try mm-hmm. and i did love the Chiba one the other ones eh, they were fine but i really like the okinawa one for sure yeah the kagoshima one as well the nagasaki one and the aichi i think oh, that was six but that sounds
0: so good that's okay you can add extra whatever <laughs> And one more thing. Okay. And I'm so excited to hear your flavor because, okay. okay. What would be the flavor of your province or state local product in your home country?
1: Ooh, Ooh. Who should go first, me or you?
0: Yours because yours sounds so good.
1: Okay. So for those that don't know, I'm from Saskatchewan, Canada. So right in the middle of Canada. And we're probably most known for our Saskatoon berries. So they're kind of like blueberries, but they're not. So I guess it's like a different take on different types of citruses in Japan. You know, it's like it's kind of similar, but it's not. Like you, you can tell they're different. So we're very well known for that, and also we're known for our wheat as well because the southern part of the province is all farming, right? Mm-hmm. So like I kind of thought of like a, maybe like a vanilla cream mixed with Saskatoon berry. Jam. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Topped off with like some sort of like wheat. We have like wheat crackers. It's like wheat cracker powder on top of the whipped cream. And maybe just drizzle some more berry sauce on the top. I think that would be so good.
0: Can we get Starbucks to import different countries' flavors? Because I want to try that so bad.
1: (laughs) If someone from Starbucks Canada is listening and you're looking for like regional flavors, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you can do that. Just make sure you credit me. <laughs> okay, what well, what about you?
0: I mean, okay, so I'm from Florida. So it would be it's kind of boring, right? Cuz Florida of course is, is is citrus, right? Citrus and if you go to the southern part, a lot of tropical fruits like mango or guava or all kinds of different stuff, right? Lychee. But I guess our like regional citrus would be key limes. So a key lime pie flavor, I guess, would be kind of right.
1: cool. Oh, that'd be nice.
0: It would be good. It would. It would, that taste would be yummy. good.
1: I think that would be good. I think that would be really nice. Like, imagine the Disney parks did that. I think would be like really at their, cool. Their Starbucks, or yeah, something, right? like
0: they do like a California flavor for the California one, yeah, and a Florida flavor for the Florida one, and like it would be cool if they did it at like the other parks as well, right? Hong Kong could be like, oh my god, can you imagine if they did like an egg tart?
1: Like just something really crazy, or something like that, you know? Oh my god, like I would die. Something like that. That'd, that'd be really fun. Well, experts, let us know. What you would create for your home, like province, state, Yes, prefecture. give us r- like, your
0: recipes. <laughs> let
1: us know. Tell us in the comments. Tell us on Twitter, where, wherever. Just let us know. We want to know what you would create for a Frappuccino because I think that would be so interesting to hear. Oh, man, this one like double what we usually do for recording, but that's okay.
0: You know, it's a special episode then.
1: There was a, there was a lot of Frappuccinos to go through. It took a lot longer <laughs> than we thought we would to get through it. But before we go, explorers, we want to thank some wonderful, wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on Patreon. And if you want to support us on Patreon, remember you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now to help support the show. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David Baker, and Kevin.
0: And thank you to Jamie. Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, K, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Eli, Dana, and Cassandra. What do we have? Someone new?
1: Yes. Oh, I forgot to not you. Yeah. Welcome. Hi, Cassandra. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> That's one of my favorite names, actually.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, it's I, a very, if a very we had a, name. If I,
0: like. If we had had a daughter, that was one of the contenders.
1: Remember to rate and review, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. Give us those five stars, especially on iTunes. It really does help us out. So make sure you please and go and do that. If you have any questions or anything, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. You can find us over on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And we're all over social media under the same name. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one that is wishing that I could try a lot of these mm. frappuccinos. Mm. Mm, I really mm. do. And joining us always is the wonderful Patricia.
0: I am the one drinking out of my, actually, my Starbucks Kobe coffee mug. So
1: Ooh, they also
0: have these really, really cool regional mugs. And if you go in Mercari, you can find some of them if, if you can't travel right now, which is really nice. They're really a really cute design. You guys keep exploring. Let us know what's going on at your Starbucks, because I love hearing about the different Starbucks drinks around the world as well. And yeah, send us your recipes for your local regional ideas.
1: Our explorers will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.